It can be hard to love yourself in a world that's telling you not to. Magazine covers say, look a decade younger, lose the five, fix the flab. This is what our average magazine stand looks like. And it's working. We spend more on beauty than on education. But we are here to say, screw that. You are perfect and it's not up for negotiation. We're Lauren McCauley and Jenna Free, intuitive eating counselors and body love coaches from thebodylovesociety.com. This is how to love your body. On this podcast, you will hear about ditching the diet, loving your body, finding your happy, and living a life of freedom. Hello and welcome to another episode of How to Love Your Body. So on today's episode, we are going to be talking about something that is extremely natural for humans to do, but it really doesn't feel great. So this is why we want to talk about it. Um, We are talking about compare and despair. So what that means, if you don't know, which I'm sure you do because we all do it, is when you see something that somebody else has and it immediately makes you feel some type of despair. So we will be sharing four ways to stop comparison today. So we do have a worksheet that you can download at www.thebodylovesociety.com slash 68. You can find that link in the show notes and you'll be able to go through the four steps and process everything Um, and it kind of sets you up for this whole episode. So go ahead and download that. Um, So just to get right into it, so have you ever been on social media and pretty much anywhere, but in our day and age, it's social media pretty much and scrolled by a picture that made your heart drop, that gave you just like an icky feeling of comparison, like, oh. They have something that I don't, therefore, this is what it makes me feel about me. So you were feeling pretty good, and after you saw the picture, the in quotes, whatever it is that you know makes you compare, compare and despair, you immediately went into spiraling thoughts about what you don't have that you wish that you did. So this is totally a classic case of compare and despair, and don't you worry, this is such a very, very normal human thing to do especially in our new age of social media, we are able to see into way, like into everybody's lives that we never have before. So just like with one click of the laptop or on your phone, you can look into pretty much everybody you know, and it's just too easy to go see what everybody else is up to. And it can be, su- it can be very overwhelming. So this is why we want to address how you can redirect the, your thoughts of comparison. Absolutely. And so number one is lifting the story. So when you are comparing yourself to others, you're most likely, um, 100% of the time, (laughs) creating a story and making it mean something other than just what it is. For example, if you scroll past a picture of someone who has a quote-unquote better body than you, instead of just seeing the photo for what it is, oh, there's Susie posing in a picture in her bathing suit or that cute outfit, or oh, look, she's traveling in Bali and wearing that bathing suit and she looks great. But instead of it ending there, you start spiraling and making it mean something personal about you. Oh, I hate my body. She looks so much better. I'm such a failure. Why can't I look like that? I've tried so hard. Well, no one will ever love me because of my body. If I don't have a body like that, I won't get that job. I'm so disgusted with myself. Why can't I just lose weight? I would be so much happier with a body like that. This isn't fair. 
I'll never be able to wear a bathing suit at my vacation coming up because I don't look like that. Everyone will judge me. I'm so embarrassed. It can go on and on and on. <laughs> and we can make it mean so many things about ourselves. So what would it be like if you lifted that story? You didn't make it mean anything about you. And the story might come up automatically. and You might find, oh, wow, I had that thought without even trying. But then <laughs> kind of take a step back and realize, okay, that's not true. That's just a story. It's something I came up with because it's, it's not real. A thought isn't real. It's not something you can touch. It is created by ourselves, and we create a lot of torment for ourselves, really. With the I don't way know why, we, but we do. <laughs> you know, with the way we think. And we can shift that. It doesn't mean it's easy, and it doesn't mean it happens right away. And it might mean you still have that thought of like, oh, I wish I looked like that. But then you redirect, okay, that's a story that if I looked like her, I would be happier. So I'm going to take that story away and just look at the picture for what it is. Oh, cool. She's on vacation. And then keep moving. Because all those statements we just shared are stories you created. They're not real. It's a thought. It's not an actual truth. So you just saw a woman in a bathing suit. It doesn't need to mean anything about you. Mm-hmm. So number two is I am me. They are them. So separate yourself from the person you are comparing yourself to by saying, I am me and they are them. This is a a mantra that you can hold in your head, um, which is really helpful actually. So her life has nothing to do with your life or whoever it is, her, him, whatever. It really doesn't. Like we we think it does and this is where all the stories come from. But if you break it down, it really doesn't. So we all coexist and that doesn't mean that when someone else has something you don't means you are lacking something in your life because that's what it does. That's where compare and despair comes from. You compare and then you think of all the lack in your life and what you don't have. And it doesn't mean that you are lacking. So if someone has a certain body, it doesn't mean you have a bad body. Or if someone is successful, it doesn't mean you can't be successful. If someone has children, it doesn't mean you never will. If someone just bought a home, it doesn't mean you can't. If someone has anything, anything that you want, it doesn't mean that you can't have it too. You are never lacking. You are a whole and complete person no matter what your circumstances are. No person is better or worse. We are equal. We are all human. So to quiet the noise, a little um, exercise that you can do is really limit social media. I mean, of course... Social media has many amazing things, so go use it when it serves you, but don't just be scrolling mindlessly and being on there for hours just because you're bored. So just really pay attention to how long you are on social media or wherever your triggers are, so just limit it, and then unfollow any of those triggers. If they make you feel less than or not enough or whatever's going on, simply unfollow, and then get out your journal and write down all the wonderful things that you have in your life, because sometimes... We forget all those things when we are in comparison because our brain goes to lack. It doesn't go to comparison and then, oh, and all these wonderful things happen in my life. It's what I don't have, what they have and what I don't have. And it goes into spiraling thoughts and despair and sadness and all those things. So when you actually kind of cut that out of your your life or limit and unfollow triggers and you can kind of sit down with gratitude and actually write down the things that you do have you immediately feel better and you're like, wow, I really do have amazing things and I love that I have these things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they might be different things. That's the thing. You see someone who has a certain body 
And yes, maybe you want that body because of the culture we live in. We've been taught to want to look a certain way. And that's, it is what it is. We're trying to work on that, but society is just that way. So, okay, maybe you don't have a body that looks that way, but you have an amazing family that you love. And that person with the body spends a lot of time in the gym and doesn't, isn't married with children. And that's what you really love about your life is that you found a partner and had kids and you love family life. And maybe that's the center of your life, but we belittle what we have and we kind of mm-hmm. elevate what others have just because it's you know the other side of the the grass is always greener right Mm -hmm. so just realizing that when we are comparing we're usually comparing what they have and what we don't instead of comparing our whole lives as a whole like wow they have these things that seem really great because you don't know it might seem great oh they have the best relationship it's like Mm -hmm. you're not behind closed doors you don't know (laughs) most of the time it's not what they're putting on social media let me see exactly and even what you see in your friends lives or what your friends tell you right it might not always be social media they're gonna tell you not every single thing ever so (laughs) just realizing that comparison usually is identify your brain identifies what you don't have to kind of try to protect you so it identifies oh i don't have that oh, I bet I'd be so much happier if I had that. And then you start focusing on this one little thing you don't have, whereas you have something huge that that person doesn't have, but you never see that. <laughs> it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, life. Anyway, so the next point is the fact that we all have different timelines and being aware of that. So of course, there's a lot of body comparisons, but what about comparisons in general? Because as you do heal your relationship with your body and food, that won't be the first thing you see. Like that's definitely was used to be my main point of worry in comparison was bodies and the way people look. But now that I've healed that, I still have comparison struggles, but it's in other things like success or business or family or relationships or travel. Or all the other things. Pretty much everything Pretty much everything else. else. <laughs> <laughs> it's just normal. And that's why we always try to work on these things. So we are all living our separate lives with different timelines. Could you imagine if everyone on the planet was forced to do everything at the same time? First of all, we're not all this, we weren't all born on the same day. So it's what if we had to be? Yeah. Or what if everyone was forced to do everything at the same age? Like, okay, at 20, you have to do this. And at 25, you have to do this. And at 30, you have to be married. And at this, like, if we had to go to college at the same time, graduate at the same time, date, and get engaged, get married, have kids at the same time, take a career on at the same time, travel at the same time, buy a house at the same time. It would be impossible, and your life would not be your own. It would strip us of the opportunity to allow our lives to unfold however they unfold, which I must say, if you really look back, I bet there's a lot of things in your life that have unfolded better than you could have ever planned, Mm -hmm. right? Or more interesting or... Like, wow, I never thought I wanted my life to be like this. And now that it's like this, like I wouldn't trade it for the world. Or you were like really banking on something to happen and it didn't. And it was so incredibly crushing to you. And then all these other things came from it because you didn't get that certain thing. And you don't know until you can connect the dots backwards. Yeah, totally. So it's just, it's hard. And then you can get to a point like, wow. I, if that didn't ever happen, blah, 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 then this wouldn't have happened. So you just don't know. And that's kind of the cool thing about life is that we're not just on some like map and it's like, you know, exactly where you're going every day. It's mm. kind of, everything's kind of open. Yeah. Being open to possibility is so huge. So, and especially like, what if you don't want to get married and have kids? 
What if you want to travel the world and build the business? What if you hate traveling? <laughs> if you want to be able to live your own life. And different timelines allow us to be free in what we actually want to do with our lives. So if we could control our timelines and get what we wanted when we wanted, life would honestly be boring. I know in kind of our fantasy worlds, in our heads when we're daydreaming, it's like, oh, I wish I could have this house. I wish I could make this much money. I wish I could have this body. I wish I could have... My kid would be like this. I wish I wish this would be easier and I could get that job. Okay, honestly, I really want you to reflect on this. Close your eyes. Imagine all the things you want. Okay, at life in every aspect is exactly like you've achieved all your goals. You snapped your fingers. You have everything you could ever want. What's the point of continuing with life? Like, It really is kind of funny when you think about it. It's like, well, I really wouldn't want that. It'd be fun for like maybe a year. And then there's nothing to work towards. And it's really amazing how human nature is all about progression and growth. And so if you, there's no room for that, you actually become pretty, uh, pretty, life gets pretty bleak when there's nowhere to go. If you're at the top, have what you see as the top, especially if you get to the top and you realize, oh, that wasn't the answer, mm. that, that can be very crushing, which is a lot of what weight loss goals are. We've heard that from a lot of people like, oh, I did lose the weight and it didn't freaking fix what I was trying to fix. Mm -hmm. And so it's very interesting. But so if, if we did have everything we wanted, we would miss out on so many things that actually shape us and grow us into who we are. Like all of you amazing women listening to this podcast, you're trying to grow in your inner being to, with self-acceptance and healthy relationship with food in your body. If you just had the quote unquote, perfect body, you would never have to do any work because everything just looks perfect from the outside and you don't have to <laughs> have anything have to do like on. mindset work. You don't have to do like yeah. the personal growth part of it. If you have the physical part and you're like, well, I'm just hot and like my body's perfect. Like and you don't <laughs> even like maybe even think to grow your mind. Yeah. And so it's interesting. I mean, even the things that seem like they're sucky can really develop you and make your life richer. Mm -hmm. so, Lifting in lifting the story and the meaning while let we talked about before while separating yourself as an individual, like we said with the I'm me, they're them, with your own timeline. So it's like we are so different in so many ways. We're a different person, we're on a different timeline. There's like the stories are fake. If you realize those three things. It can do wonders when trapped in comparison. Doesn't mean you won't ever get into comparison, but those, when you realize these things, it can get you out much faster. Mm -hmm. And if you do want another quick mindset hack and you haven't heard it from us before called Freaky Friday, you can go learn more about it in episode 15 of How to Love Your Body. And that episode is called Heal Your Comparisonitis. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. <laughs> um, so, and just to add quickly is, all the things, if you kind of look back on your life and all the like harder things or tougher things or things you didn't think were going to happen and they did, that kind of made your life richer and fuller. I mean, as shitty as it was and you wish, like if you had a choice, yeah, <laughs> you don't want to go into like a hard place in your life. And I think like coming from, coming off those places, you do grow into a different person and wiser and whatever you learn from it. So I think it's important to also know that too, because we are humans who are meant to grow and evolve, not just be robots to just have what everybody else has and do it all at the same timeline and get what we want, that we would kind of just be stagnant human beings who just never learned anything and 
Like, why would we be here in the first place? So life is forever the ebb and flow of happiness, grief, and all the in-between. Okay, so the last one, um, the last point that we have is to reframe. So most likely, if you are comparing yourself to someone, they are either comparing themselves to you or to someone else. Yeah, it's so, just a big screen of comparison. Oh my gosh, like we literally are all just going in circles doing the same damn thing, comparing ourselves to others, um, comparing ourselves to others' feelings like we are lacking something. Yes, we are comparing and we are feeling like we are lacking. Everybody's doing the same thing. Everybody is lacking somewhere. If they're not comparing themselves to you, they're comparing themselves to someone else and feeling like they are living in lack of something. So what if this person, like what if the person that you're comparing yourself to, so this is the person I'm talking about. This is a little confusing because they're trying to reframe. So what if this person was comparing their life to yours? that you had something they didn't and they made it mean something about them. Would you think, yeah, that's right. You aren't as good as me because I have something that you want. No, most likely no. You would probably think that you are no more special than they are. And just because you have something they want doesn't make them inferior. You would probably think that whatever you have, they can have too. Of course, like if I reframe it in my mind, I would never think if somebody came up to me and was like, oh, you have this, therefore I'm a bad person and I suck and I'll never have it. Like I would immediately be like, oh my gosh, like what are you talking about? Of course you can and I'm no better. And you know, it, it, if you really look at it that way, you're like, oh, everybody's just <laughs> doing the same thing and I don't think that about them. Therefore, they're probably not thinking that about me. So this is an important reframe because you realize how not true the feelings are when we get stuck in comparison. You can see much better from the outside in. You see the other person has worthy, worthiness and they are deserving. If you can do that so easily for someone else, why not yourself? Because we are all human. Comparison is definitely still going to happen. This is not about making comparison go away forever and make it wrong and bad if you compare. We do believe it's going to happen, but to have the skills to get out of comparison so it doesn't leave you in a spiral. It's truly just how we respond to it and that will set us free to know the steps to take of, ugh, I'm really in comparison right now and it really doesn't feel good. How can I get myself out of it? So just that little recap of reframing. If you can turn the scenario around, you most likely would see, wow, I actually am worthy and deserving just like they are. So you can grab your worksheet that we have along with this um, episode. It will help you go through each step, the, the four steps we just went through, or the four points, and you can process them and write stuff down and go into like a whole, you know, situation of gratitude. And we really go through each step so you can like really break it down and not just make and it remember up. it. <laughs> right, right. So it's not just like a one, two, three, four type of thing. You really can process and get through it. So download the worksheet at www.thebodylovesociety.com slash 68. That will be in the show notes so you can easily click. And unless Jenna has something to say, that is all for today. And we will see you next week. Bye.